Amen. Hallelujah. Stand with me all over this house as we turn to the word of the Lord today. Amen. I'm not going to keep you too long. I know it's a little bit of extended service and our Sunday school sang and we sang some Christmas specials today, but how many know it takes the word of God to save your soul? I want to be saved today. You want to be saved today? Amen. He that endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. I want you to turn with me, if you would, in your Bibles to the book of Luke, the second chapter. I'll be reading today from the book of Luke, the second chapter. I'll be reading verse 11 through 17. While you're turning there, amen, I want to talk to you for just a second. The book of Matthew, the second chapter, records the King Herod attempting to deceive some wise men who had traveled a very far distance following the star of Bethlehem, amen, to bring very expensive gifts to what even they knew to be a king. Amen. And Herod attempted to deceive them. And the book of Matthew, the second chapter, records this. And the book of Luke records another group of men who were tending to some sheep in a field. They were shepherds. Our children sang about those shepherds a few moments ago. And the book of Luke, the second chapter, records those shepherds who came to worship the baby Jesus. But before we turn to the book of Luke today in our text, I want to read just one verse out of the book of Matthew, the second chapter. That's Matthew 2 and 11. You don't have to turn there today. Amen. But the word of the Lord says in Matthew, the second chapter, that when these wise men were coming to the house and they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, the Bible says they fell down and worshiped him. They fell down and they worshiped him. And the Bible says, when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts. They gave gifts unto the baby Jesus. They gave him gifts of gold, gifts of frankincense, and gifts of myrrh. And when the wise men saw the child, the Bible says, they fell down and they worshiped him. The book of Luke, the second chapter, verse 11, the Bible says, For unto you is born this day. We're finding in our text that some shepherds are tending to their flocks in a field in Bethlehem. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, an angel of the Lord appears unto these shepherds, and he begins to tell them of the birth, Brother Doug, of the baby Jesus Christ. Amen. And this is where we take up on our text today. Verse 11 says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Everybody say a Savior. A Savior which is called, which is Christ the Lord. Verse 12, And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the Bible says, There was... With the angel, a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Glory 
to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. It came to pass as the angels were gone away from those shepherds from them into heaven. The shepherds said one unto another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. Verse 16, and they came with haste and they found Mary and they found Joseph and they found the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. The Lord came to make himself accessible to every one of us. How many is glad that we only got one high priest now? How many know there ain't a veil any longer? You ain't got to go to a man for your sins. You can take them straight to the Lord himself. He came to make himself accessible to everyone today, to every one of us today. Amen. And if we are wise, we will learn to turn to our worship to carry us through every season of life. Because worshiping is wise. Worshiping is wise. And I want to speak to you today on this simple thought. Worshiping is wise. Worshiping is wise. Before you're seated today, can we just put our hands together one more time and let's lift up a praise offering unto the Lord. Come on, somebody, bring your worship, bring your praise unto the King today. Let's let's lift him up in this place today. Lord, we love you. Lord, we magnify your name today. Lord, we see you high and lifted up. Your train fills the temple today. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. You may be seated for a moment. Amen. Our musicians won't go far. I'm not going to be too long today. Amen. Our text tells us that some shepherds were tending, watching over their flocks in the night when suddenly uh, an angel of the Lord appeared unto them. And he appeared unto them to announce and to declare the birth of uh, of our Savior, Jesus Christ, to let them know that unto them a child was born. Amen. They were not expecting an angel. Uh, As shepherds, they might have been expecting a wolf or they might have been expecting a lion or some kind of other predator that would normally come, Brother Levi, on a regular basis to try and steal the sheep. But they certainly were not expecting an angel of the Lord to appear unto them. And they certainly were not expecting a heavenly host begin to sing, Brother, Clear, Brother Chris, glory to God in the highest. Amen. But that's exactly what happened that night. This was a very special night. This was not an ordinary night. This was a special night. This was a holy night. Praise God as our children sang a while ago. This was a holy night. Amen. This was a night that the good news was announced that a Savior was born. Amen. A Savior was born for unto us 
A child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful. His name shall be called Counselor. His name shall be called the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. His name shall be called Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus today. Hallelujah. His name shall be called Jesus. This was a special night. This was a holy night. This was a night that our Lord and Savior was born. And because of this good news, um, these shepherds said one unto another, let us go, let us make haste, let us go right now. Amen. All that we've heard about, all that has been prophesied, all that has been foretold has come to pass. Let us go. When they heard this good news, they said, let us go. And they you know what they did? They left their flocks behind them and they traveled straight to Bethlehem. Amen. They left their flocks behind them and they traveled straight to Bethlehem. Amen. And because of this good news, they journeyed, amen, to worship, to go and to worship the Savior. And listen, the the shepherds left their flocks behind and they went to worship the Lord. And these wise men that we read about in Matthew, the second chapter, had traveled a long ways. Amen. And they traveled a long ways to bring gifts unto the Lord and to worship the Lord. Amen. So now we read of some shepherds who came to worship the Lord. We read of some wise men who had also traveled a long ways to fall down and to worship the Lord. Can I tell this body today that when you make up your mind to follow Jesus, it's going to involve you leaving some stuff behind you. Can I tell this body today that when you make up your mind to follow Jesus, when you make up your mind to truly worship him, you're going to have to bring something unto him. Huh? My Lord, listen, these shepherds understood that when they got there, what the Lord wanted from them was their worship. But these wise men being Gentiles in their nature, they brought physical gifts unto the Lord today. Can I tell this body When you make up your mind to follow Jesus, you're going to have to leave some stuff behind you and you're going to have to bring some stuff to the Lord before you. Amen. It's going to to change your life when you make up your mind to follow Jesus. It involves you bringing some stuff to the Lord. Listen, our love for the Lord should be manifest in our worship of him. That's why as we sang that, Song a while ago, and very quietly, very humbly, the Lord just swept through this place as people began to lift their hands towards heaven and say, you're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. And tears began to flow, and worship began to come and flow out of people because he is worthy of it all. He is worthy of it all. Come on, and if you're going to come to learn to be a worshiper of God, you're going to have to realize he's worthy of it all today. He's worthy of it all today. Our worship, listen, our love for God must be manifest in our worship. We are Pentecostal in our experience. Come on. We we don't ever want to become a quiet, non-worshiping people. Ah, uh-uh, even in a Christmas service, we want to worship him. 
Even in a Christmas service, we want to give him the praise and the adoration that he deserves. Because if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side today, where would I be? Praise God. He's worthy of it all. And our love must be made manifest in our worship of the Lord. Can I tell you today that nothing is more fulfilling? Nothing is more fulfilling for those that love the Lord than to bring your worship to him. Huh? Come on. Nothing nothing makes you feel better than to know you done left a service where you done poured yourself out unto the Lord. How many have been drunk in the spirit? How many have been drunk in the flesh? Don't raise your hand today. Amen. But listen, nothing is more fulfilled. It might, it might fulfill your flesh to get drunk in the flesh, but it'll fulfill your spirit to have the spirit of the living God move upon you today. And all of a sudden you feel a shaking and a quickening and a quickening going on in your mortal body. And something inside you says, I got to give him the worship and the praise that he deserves today. Nothing is more fulfilling to a child of God than to offer praise and worship unto the Lord today. Nothing. Come on. Because our our love for God must be manifest in our worship of God today. Worship, church, is the submission of our nature unto the Lord. That's what our worship is today. Worship is our submission of our nature Unto the Lord. Worship is the quickening of our conscience by the righteousness and the holiness and the goodness of God. Worship is the nourishment of our minds as we submit our ways to His will. Today, that's what our worship is. Today, it's nourishment to our minds. That's why David said, Thy word, Lord, have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not. Sin against the church. Worship is the surrendering of our will to his purpose today. Worship is the remedy for self-centeredness and pride and arrogance. Come on, and it's the most selfless act that we are physically and humanly capable of today. Worship is the most, listen, worship is more selfless than you taking groceries to your neighbor. Worship is submission unto God today. Worshiping unto the Lord today. Come on, listen. If you ain't got humility in your heart, that's why you come into the house of the Lord and you're not able to submit to the worship because pride is telling you not to do it. But when you humbly come before the Lord today and you submit yourself unto God wholly and and truly today, your worship will be the most selfless act that you could physically possibly ever perform. Worship is submission, submitting our will to the purpose of God today. It's surrendering our will to his purpose. Worship is the remedy for our self-centeredness. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You can only surrender through your worship today. So if you feel like you're submitted to God, ask yourself, do I worship? Ask yourself, do I worship God today? Because if you don't worship God, you're not submitted to God. If you don't worship God, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't get involved in praise and worship, you're not submitting your will to his way. Worship is submitting our will 
to his way. And the only way we can surrender unto the Lord is through our worship. These shepherds, they were summoned to worship. These wise men, they were summoned to worship. Come on, and you today, my friends, today you are being summoned to leave some stuff behind you and to bring some stuff before you and to fall down and to worship the Lord and to give him the praise and the adoration and the glory and the honor that he deserves. Oh, can we give the Lord a hand clap of worship in this place today? You can only submit to the Lord through your worship. Amen. And you today, just as these shepherds, just as these wise men are summoned, you're summoned to worship the Lord today. We are all summoned to worship the Lord today. We are all summoned to leave some stuff behind us today. We are all summoned to bring some stuff unto the Lord today. You got to leave that old man behind you. You got to leave those old friends behind you. You got to leave that depression and that anxiety behind you. You got to use, you got to leave that drunkenness and that craziness behind you. You got to leave those old habits and that old lifestyle behind you today. Come on. If you're going to be a worshiper, you can't take it with you. You can't take it with you. And listen, these shepherds understood that in order to go worship the Lord and to fall down and worship the Lord, they had to leave some stuff behind them. Church, that's why the Lord told Abraham to get out of the land of Ur. Get out of everything you know. Just go. Just go to a city. I've got a place prepared for you. How many know God has something prepared for you? Come on. How many know God has great things in store for you? That's why the Lord told Abraham, said, don't take nothing with you for your journey. Just go, Abraham. I'll provide everything for you. That's why the Lord told the rich man when he come unto him and he come unto Jesus and he says unto the Lord, he says, uh, Lord, what must I do to be saved? Uh, and, and the Lord says, sell all that I have and give it unto the poor because you can't take some stuff with you. Huh? You can't take your past with you. You can't take Egypt with you to Canaan. It don't work that way. You got to leave Egypt behind you if you want to go into your promise in Canaan. Come on, you got to leave these things behind you. We're summoned today to worship the Lord. We're summoned today to leave our past behind us today. We're summoned to bring our best unto the Lord today, our first fruits unto the Lord today. And that's why the Lord told this man who wanted eternal life, he said, go sell all that you have and give it and give it to the poor because you can't take it with you. Church, if you're going to worship the Lord today, you got to leave some stuff behind you. You got to leave some stuff behind you, and you got to bring your best you unto the Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Come on. He didn't say, Worship me when you feel like it. Worship me when you want to. Worship me when it's popular. Worship me when everything's going good and everything's going well. Worship me when the bills are paid. No, he said, you got to love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, and all your might today. You got to give the Lord all you got. You got to give the Lord your first fruits today. Worship is going to cost you something. Salvation is free, but it'll cost you something. Salvation is free, but it'll cost you something today. You're going to have to learn to bring your best 
unto the Lord today and love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, and all your might. Come on, worship doesn't only require you to leave something behind, but worship also requires you to bring some stuff to the Lord. These shepherds who were of a Jewish descent, they brought their worship. These wise men who were of a Gentile descent, they brought physical gifts, and they treated him as though he was royalty. Huh? They understood. Even these wise Gentile men understood that they were coming to see the king. Not a king that would overthrow Rome, but a king that would overthrow sin. A king that would overthrow our past. A king that would overthrow our depression. A king that would overthrow our flesh. A king that would lift us and rise us above sin and iniquity and destruction in our life today. If you're going to worship the Lord, you're going to have to leave some stuff behind you. If you're going to love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, worship requires you to leave some stuff behind and to bring some stuff unto the Lord. Both of these examples, the example of the shepherds and the example of the wise men represent and teach us something today that we must bring something to the Lord. Come on, you might not have gold today, but you can bring him the rest of your life. Come on, you might not have frankincense today, but you can give him uh, your tithe and you can give him your time and you can give him your talents and you can give him your family. You can give him everything about you today. You might not have myrrh today, but you can give him your obedience unto the Lord today because obedience is better than sacrifice. You can give him your faith. You can give him your desires, your hopes, your dreams. You can place your life in his hands today. You got to give yourself unto the Lord if you're going to be a worshiper. Both these shepherds and these wise men teach us that if we're going to live for God, we got to live some stuff behind us. And if we're going to live for God, we got to bring some stuff unto the king. Stand with me as the musicians come quickly. How many, how many of you have ever attended a birthday party that you were running behind to? Don't be lying in the house of the Lord. Brother Chris ain't the only one now. How many of you have been to a birthday party you was running behind to and you went without a gift? Me and my wife are probably more guilty than anybody in here because she makes me late to every birthday party. But we always catch up that gift. Let me tell you something. When you show up at a birthday party without a gift, it's an awkward feeling, isn't it? Sister Toy, it doesn't feel too good, does it? You walk in there and everybody else is giving this child a gift and this child's opening these toys and they're faces lighting up and big smiles on their face and they're all excited and most birthday parties that I've been to they say this is from brother Nathan and that child would look at brother Nathan like thank you thank you and as they go around the room and there you are you got nothing to give unto the child it's not the best feeling in the world it's an awkward feeling. And most of the time, you'll find yourself going over to the parents and say, I'm sorry, we was running behind. We'll bring a gift later. Right? 
Let me tell you something. Coming into the house of God and not worshiping is the same as going to a birthday party and not taking a present. Don't you dare show up at the house of the Lord to sit on your hands and do nothing. When you come, you need to bring something unto the Lord today. Your praise, your worship, your family, your time, everything about you, your first fruit belongs to the Lord today. You're not bringing your gifts to the baby. It's not a good feeling to show up at a birthday party without a gift. And it's an even worse feeling to leave the house of the Lord the same way you came. To come into the presence of the king. To show up and see the greatest gift that was ever given and bring no gifts is one of the worst mistakes that you could ever make. God help us that we would never leave the house of God and not take part in worship to the king today. A child loves When they receive gifts for their birthday, their eyes light up, a big smile on their face. The Lord loves when his people offer him a sacrificial offering of praise and worship. That's why the Lord inhabited that praise a few moments ago as we sang those songs unto the Lord. And you could just feel the presence of the Lord sweep through this place because the Lord is that baby whose eyes light up when his people bring a gift to him. He wants our praise. He wants our worship today. And the Lord loves when his people bring a sacrificial offering of praise and worship. His eyes light up. He gets a big smile on his face. I encourage you this year, bring something to the Lord. Give something to the Lord today. Whether it be your best worship, whether it be a sacrificial financial offering, whatever the Lord places on your heart today, make sure you don't go through this holiday season without bringing something to the Lord today. Leave some stuff behind you. But bring some stuff unto the Lord. In closing today, your flesh may be satisfied with just existing. Your flesh may be satisfied with just living. But your soul will never be satisfied with just getting by. Your soul will never be satisfied with just existing. Because your soul was designed to soar like an eagle today. Your soul was designed. Come on, the Lord came. He gave his life. He suffered. He died. He, he, he was hung on Calvary's hill. He suffered and he died. His death, his burial and his resurrection, he came so that we, our souls could rise above the problems and the trials and the disappointments of this life. Come on, the Lord, your soul today, your soul desires to soar like an eagle and for the Lord to lift you into a place where you were designed to be, a place of worship, a place of worship and praise 
and adoration unto the Lord. Why? Because worshiping is for the wise. You see that old cereal commercial that says silly rabbit tricks are for kids. Silly child of God worshiping is for wise people. Dummies sit on their seat to do nothing. Come on, those who don't, don't want, don't expect nothing from God, they'll come to the house of God and sit there and do nothing. But worshiping is for the wise because they understand that there are benefits to being a worshiper of the living God today. Worshiping is for the wise. Stand with us all over this house as we sing this closing song. We pray the blessings of the Lord upon you in this holiday season. The spirit of gratitude, the spirit of thankfulness. Amen. If your family's still with you, if your parents still with you, your children still with you, y'all to have a thankful heart today. Y'all to have a thankful heart today. Worship with us. We're going to sing one closing song. Amen. As 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 we get ready to close out this service today, we're going to sing one.